Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast, diving right into a new week, the last week of July. Oh, oh my God, the seventh month, gone, just gone. Every month I do this at the start and the end, I can't believe. You know, it's usually you can set your watch by it, though. Usually there's a first of the month, then a 30th or a 31st, 28th for February. But man, I'm telling you, you just, if you look at this stuff, what we do on July 4th, Independence Day, 4th of July. I mean, that, start, that seemed like, oh, my God, it's 4th of July. Now we're almost back to school. Anyway, it's wild, and I talk about it all the time, the sense of urgency. Not enough people have a sense of urgency to their life, their day, their week. Hey, we're kicking off a new four-part series this week all about the Momentum Code. And I've talked about the Momentum Code a lot. It's vision, action, result, belief. But I want to break them down into the four categories, talk about each one briefly, and give you something to really think about and then take action on, you know? So let's talk. It's vision, action, results, belief. That's the momentum code. I was uh, creating this back, I don't even know, six or seven years ago. I did a product launch for it, and it really became the foundational four pillars of my business. So vision. Uh, without a vision, what happens? People perish, you know? But not just that. That's so. It's it's not trite. I mean, it's a biblical verse, but it's, it gets used so much, I don't think people really understand. Without a vision, you will perish. What perishes? Well, doesn't even necessarily mean you'll die, but your dream dies. You know, uh, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. What kind of vision do you have for your life? Well, when people, if I were to ask you that question, what kind of vision do you have for your life? Well, well, you want your family to be healthy, your your children to be healthy. You want them to prosper. You want to be healthy. You want to be financially set. You want to make a lot of money. Um, and you want to be in a great relationship. You know, you want to find somebody that loves you, cares about you, and you want to reciprocate that. Okay. I love it. Everybody wants that. Okay. Uh, what, what, what's your vision for the week? Hmm. Uh, huh. Kind of maybe tripped you up a little bit there. Yeah. Because when you get down to a micro level, it's not as easy as it is saying, well, I want to be in a happy, healthy relationship and make a lot of money. And I want my kids to be healthy. Yo, what about this week? It's Monday. What's your vision for the week? If you don't have that vision for the week, what's going to happen? Well, the week's going to get away from you. It'll die. They'll just die. It's gone. I mean, today's what? July 24th. You'll never get this day back the last week of July. You know what's funny is what you do this last week of July, you're going to reap the harvest in September and October. So the vision you have needs to look into. What do you want to be doing in September and October? You know, if you want to be making money, making money doing what? What service? What value? What are you going to provide? And don't get caught up in, oh, I've got to, you know, reinvent the wheel. You don't need to do that. Keep it super duper simple. What's your vision for the week that's going to really bring in a harvest in September and October? Could happen earlier. Could happen in August if you really get cranking and you're very specific about, look, what if you wanted to bring in one coaching client in August? You could absolutely. I mean, that'd be the simplest thing ever. What's the first thing you'd want to do? You'd want to create a vision for that who that individual is. All right. What do they need to have? 
what are the very specific characteristics because you don't want to just go out there with a shotgun. You want to go out with a rifle. You want to be very laser-focused and specific because most people go out there with that shotgun approach and just spray it everywhere. Well, you know, if I capture a client, I get paid. Let me tell you something. There are nightmare clients that you don't want any part of. Doesn't make them bad people. It means they're bad clients. They would be high maintenance. They know they're not a good, good gel for you. They're not a good fit. They just don't. It just doesn't work. So don't do that. If you want to bring in a client for August, you absolutely can do that. It's very simple to do. It starts with a vision. What does this person look like? What do they talk like? How much money do they make? It's important, right? They're going to pay you. Okay. They're going to pay you. So wouldn't it be important that they actually have money? What do they need to do? Are they an employer or an entrepreneur? You know, do they buy a $4 cup of coffee or do they make their own? I mean, get very micro with it and you'll start attracting that type of individual. Wait, just watch, just watch. You know, I'm not a big manifester and I got air quotes up. You know, I'm not a guy that sits around just dreaming stuff up. I mean, there's got to be a sense of action to it. And I think when you talk about that stuff where I manifested this, I visually, I, I don't discount that. I just don't do it. That's not my style. My style is to get out there and get the client, get the content created, and just put it out there. I don't give a crap. I mean, I really don't care if it's A, number one, grade A, perfect. It can't be anyway, so why would I care? There's no, there's not even such thing. The good thing I was never born with is perfection. I just, I am not a perfectionist, and that is a blessing from the Lord Almighty. Thank you, Jesus, for not giving me that, because I would be trapped in perpetual procrastination. I mean, I would, I'd be like the uh, kamikaze fighter on his seventeenth mission. Okay. And I just didn't ever get that. I've, I've always been this ready, fire, aim individual. And it served me well. And, oh, boy, has it come to bite me in the backside on occasion. But I will take the wins. Because, remember, when you, hit, when you swing for the fences and you hit home runs, you forget about the strikeouts. The strikeouts don't even matter. Nobody remembers Babe Ruth because he struck out 1,300 times. I remember 700 and 1,400 home runs. You know, people are going to remember you for the big win you brought to your local community, to a regional area, to a national, international. Yeah, you know, I help people launch messages, get that message out. Doesn't need to be perfect. You know, work on it, work on it, get the reps in. Remember, it's about you getting comfortable sharing your message. If you're never comfortable sharing the message, you're you're done before it ever starts. So what's your vision for your message? You know, what what is that vision that you have? Who are these individuals that you're speaking to? Close your eyes. Imagine yourself. Now, if you're driving, don't do this, but imagine yourself speaking to an audience. Just close your eyes. What do they look like? What do these individuals look like? I used to do this, you know, and I'm not a big close your eyes and meditate guy, but I used to do this. And I would, I guess you'd call it daydreaming because I was dreaming with my eyes open. Every day on the way to work, driving, I was stuck in traffic 30, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. And I would just envision myself and I would just allow myself, like, have you ever driven from point A to point B and you got there and you don't remember ever driving? (laughs) That's what I would do on the way to work. I was just a zombie. You know, guilty as charged. I was just a corporate drone. And uh, I would grab out of the steering wheel and I would somehow, my car would arrive at the office in the parking garage. But on the way there, I would dream about an audience of individuals that allowed me to share a message. And I would imagine, you know, clicking my little PowerPoint presenter thing. But more importantly, I would imagine engaging this huge audience with humor and stories. And they would just accept me for who I was. And it happened. It did. It honestly did. And it was amazing when it started to happen. It 
I remember when I walked out on stage for the very first time, there had to have been 1,100, 1,200 people in the room screaming, going nuts. It was great. It was a four-hour presentation. It was just, I mean, it was so emotional, man. I, but here's the, here's the funny part is that when I walked out there, you'd think that the first time speaking, you'd be scared out of your mind speaking to 1,200 people. No. It was the opposite. I walked out there, and I felt like the mothership called me home, like this is my family. These are the people I always, when I would daydream on the way to work, stuck like glued to the steering wheel to and from work every day. These are the people I envisioned. This is the vision that I had. So, of course, it had to come true. Now, a lot of work went into that, a lot of heartache, a lot of money going out the window, drained my 401k down to zero, and you know a lot of that. But I was willing to pay the price because I felt that I really had a message to share. I just did. I felt that way. Now, I know not everyone has that level of passion, but you got to get that level of passion. All right. I didn't just get it overnight. It actually turned from anger to regret that I was going to have in my life to an incredible amount of passion. And I think you can turn anger into passion very easily because anger, you know, anger is no good, but it works up the emotion to get yourself over the bridge to the land of passion. I believe that. Like I was angry where I allowed my life to, to settle. And I was making a lot of money for a guy with no college education, you know, in charge of all of these employees. And I hated every minute of it. That's not what I wanted my life to be. I had kids and now I couldn't see my kids. My dad never found, dad left when I was three months old. It just fueled this amount of anger. Like, Sam, you're turning into your dad. Oh, great. Yeah, you got a job, six figures. Oh, good for you. Oh, that 401k. Yeah, imagine your kids say, oh, hey, honey, I know I missed your ballet recital, your, your your baseball game and your lacrosse game, but hey, let's look in my Fidelity account. Look at how much I have in my 401k. Isn't that exciting? Please. So that was the anger that fueled itself to passion. So the very first component, part one of this series, is vision. Take some time. A cluttered, busy, scattered mind cannot create a clear vision. All right, you got to get away. I don't care if you got to go to just walk on a treadmill for an hour, go sit in your backyard, sit on your front porch, get in the car. But and you can you can dream with your eyes open. I mean, I was kidding about closing your. I wasn't kidding, but I was you know I was kidding about me when I was daydreaming. I used to daydream, my eyes open, and I would just allow myself to imagine. We don't do that enough, man. We're just caught up in, I got to get here. I got to get there. I got to get there. This has to get done. These are the chores I have. Got to answer these emails. You don't have to do anything. You know what you have to do? Make sure that as these days tick by, you don't add regret upon layer of regret upon layer of regret. You know, it doesn't take a lot of money to do this stuff. It just takes a lot of passion. And if you're angry right now, I, I love it. I think it's great. Don't stay in that state. Walk over the bridge from anger to passion. Take that negative energy, fuel it into a vision and a positive bridge that you can just walk over to find out what this message is that you're really passionate about and then let it rip, baby. Let it rip. Doesn't matter. I mean, there is no such thing as A1, grade A, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't exist. Does not exist. Some people are going to love it. Some people aren't. Doesn't matter. You are dialed in. You're dialed into your message and your purpose. All right? We'll see you back on the show tomorrow for part two where we talk about action, the most powerful six-letter word in a dictionary. All right, let's go. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you 
find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.